Seriously, every time I hear this, I just want to ask. Would you fuck me? <laughs> fuck me. Break it down. That's not. <laughs> That's a dad statement if I've ever heard one. Yeah, let's let's not. let's not see we yeah. did. Let's let's not break it down. Adam. Huh? I'm going to stab you. Well then it'll be Look worth it. Look at those it. cheekbones. Look at those cheekbones go up. He knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. Sorry, Zencaster's having some technical issues today. <laughs> I don't know, no, no. I don't, couldn't. Uh, don't I couldn't, Zencaster. I couldn't get the loop to stop. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> his cheeks, his cheeks tell another story. Right. Adam is the worst liar in the world, right? Because when he tries to lie, even when he's trolling, when he tries to lie, those cheekbones go up to his fucking temples. Like, I don't know how he can see when he lies at the same time. I'm blind, Dan. No, you're just lying, Adam. You'll be no, fine. I think if he was the worst liar in the world, he would do something physical, like vomit every time he tried it's, to lie. Well, oh, yeah, he's got to tell. Himself. He's got to tell. <laughs> he's <laughs> so I'm sorry I was late for work. There was a car accident. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's terrible. That's You're lying, Lester. <laughs> and it's like, no, I just had Taco Bell, I swear. It smells like you're lying. Speaking of Taco Bell, that reminds me of Del Taco. Because Del Taco is fucking awful. And a buddy of mine that still lives in Columbus was very excited. He's from California um, originally. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to hear about this. But um, he was really excited because Del Taco was coming to Columbus. And I... It's I just, ass. I don't like Del Taco. I think it's foul. Um, I think as far as quick fast food, you know, Mexican is concerned, Taco Bell kind of, it is what it is. Um, but I went to get dog food and I rode by that uh, in and out down by the mall and they've still got lines of cars. And again, oh, yeah. Adam and I, uh, fun fact, Adam and I went yesterday and uh, now we are both uh, in, in beta for being for activating 5G in our bodies. Um, yeah, I got the microchip implanted and I was looking on my phone and I'm supposed to be showing up as a Wi-Fi hotspot, but I'm only showing up as a Bluetooth. Uh, yeah, device. me too. You don't you don't get Wi-Fi until the second dose. Oh, yeah, okay. That makes they didn't yeah, tell me Bluetooth. That. See how that works, and, yeah. and then you Wi-Fi up. So that makes a lot um, more sense. Yeah, Adam and I rode down and got uh, the first dose of Pfizer uh, COVID vaccine. It was a little, little chaotic, a little hectic. Uh, King Super could maybe do a little bit better job of communicating <laughs> or organizing, but they uh, we got you make an appointment, and then you get there, and then you get in a line. <laughs> well. We didn't know that you were supposed to get in a line. We went and sat down in this little waiting area thinking we were doing, we got there pretty early and, and thought we were doing the right thing. And we're sitting, we're chilling. So people came, Hey, is this where you were like, yeah, we think so. You know, we're sitting all of a sudden we hear the gate for the pharmacy open and we just sat, we both sat there for a second. And then I think one of us popped up and the other one popped up and there's a line of like 20 <laughs> people. And we're like, uh, nah, fuck that. So got in line. And like I said, it went really quick. Um, they got some information and um, popped you with it and then made you sit. I had to, I was supposed to sit a little bit longer because I have a penicillin allergy. And the story goes that uh, it puts me into anaphylactic shock. I was an infant. I don't remember it. 
Um, my parents told me, and I've never fucked with it since, just to, you know, find out like, Hey man, (laughs) try that. Um, so the, the look of concern on this woman's face, she's like, do you have an EpiPen? No, I don't have a fucking EpiPen. It's been 45 years. Does the shot have penicillin in it? (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, what's the, you know, what's the deal? I didn't look that up to see why, but she mentioned that, um, People with like peanut allergies and antibiotic allergies, according to the CDC, are supposed to wait uh, for 30 minutes instead of 15 after the, the shot. But since I, since Adam and I rolled down together, we waited 15, then went and got something to eat. I figured, you know, if something happened, Adam could manage to dial fucking 911 for me. So I could figure it out, I think. But yeah, it's, uh, it, you know, I got the, I got a little heavy feeling later, a little um, muddy, a little mess. I still do feel like shit. Do you? Yeah, I feel pretty good. I don't. I don't feel like I have any uh, after effects. You said you went into a coma. <laughs> yeah, I passed out for a few hours when I got home and woke up in a puddle of drool and <laughs> didn't know what was going on around there. Yeah, hey, a buddy of ours was saying the same thing. He hit me up and asked me how how it went. I told him, and he said uh, he was talking that he was you know there week i think whatever to get his second dose he says all i know is i hope it, it helps me sleep like that first dose did. <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah i didn't have that i was tired i wanted to sleep but i just couldn't manage to fall asleep and then i ate and um, laid around the the apartment for a little bit and then at one point i just i popped up and was like huh i need to clean the apartment and went into normal dan spin and fucking was cleaning the apartment last <laughs> night so um i have an overactive uh, immune system it's an asshole so uh, i guess it has its pros and cons um when you give it give it a job to do it it does it so yeah so kind of that's kind of cool i'm looking forward to getting that second dose and moving on with life um i am i have already run across people that have their opinions of the the vaccine um good for you uh, I think everybody should get it. People say it's my choice, my body, my choice, which are the same people that, you know, uh, are uh, anti-abortion, by the way, most of them that I have come to find in my my little anecdotal world. No, 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 no. It's, my uh, body, my choice. It's, it's my different. body, my choice. As long as the Republicans say well, something, then I will just do what they say. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for their choice. If it kills them, I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> There's a kid down there. He goes, we were just kind of talking about it. We were sitting there waiting. He goes, yeah, kind of Darwinism at its finest, isn't it? <laughs> said, yeah. There's a, a kid sitting across from us He uh, with the Justin Bieber hair. He's like, yeah. I said something about wanting to go get a beer at a bar. He goes, right, me too. And I'm looking at him going, you're 12. There's no fucking, and that's when you know you're old. You know you're old when you look at someone who's old enough to drink and you're like, you're 12. And they're like, no, nah, dude, I'm 30. And you're like, fuck you, right? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you for being young and good looking, you little shit. Um, yeah, there's uh, – the, the, the problem with that is, though, that it's not going to – if we don't get herd immunity, and Doug, I know you and I have talked about this, about pandemic versus endemic. For people who don't know, endemic is kind of like your, your, your regular flu. It just sort of – slides around the country and visits different areas. And then, you know, in wintertime, maybe it'll spread every fucking place and then trickle back down. And people, you know, you can, you can still get COVID even after you've had the vaccine, you can get it and it can slap you around a little bit, you know? Um, 
but I, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't believe in like mandatory vaccines and things like that. Although, you know, when's the last case of uh, fucking polio you heard about? Just asking. Yeah, I've had that happen uh, to some relatives prior to the vaccine being available. And uh, yeah, it's kind of funny, you know, in the 50s, people were lined up Mm. to get the polio vaccine so they didn't wind up paralyzed. (laughs) And, uh, you know, now we've got a disease that uh, under the right circumstances will kill you dead. And uh, there's not a shortage of people who are unwilling to take said vaccine. So if they eliminate themselves from the population, I'm totally cool with that. <laughs> they, they and I, don't, I really don't give a shit if it's for a religious exemption or not. You know, there are religious like exemptions if, for it. I didn't yeah. know people had religious issues over a vaccine. Yeah. Um, there huh. are various communities of certain, what I would call the hardcore versions of different religions that, uh, you know, they believe, uh, you know, it, you know, that kind of everything is God's will. Oh, oh if you get yeah, sick, right. it's God's will. Yeah, if you get better, people. it's God's will. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not that. Fuck those people. They can. They God's can like, here's a vaccine. Right. God says, here's a vaccine. Take it and you'll be good. And they're like, no, no, no. The vaccine's no. the devil. I'd rather if- just die. If God wanted it. me to have that vaccine, he would make yeah, it available. I'd, I'd have been totally born with, with it. that. And again, see, all three of us go into a fucking fake Southern accent when we do that. Well, <laughs> the Bible know, Bell stretches across damn the damn good reason for that. I know. I know. I feel like because we have a, a guy, well, two guys from the South, one from the deep South, I feel like we're allowed to do that, right? Yeah. I don't well, I think you're allowed to anyway. I mean, the Bible oh. Belt's in the South. I, I don't really give a fuck if people get offended by shit I say anyway. Um, it's going to happen. Cancel culture can suck my dick. Um, the idea that everything is fucking appropriation can suck my dick. Um, I'm kind of really, I'm exhausted trying to make, to keep everybody happy. Every, all these little niche groups fucking happy all the time. I'm a good person. I know I'm a good person. I try to treat people well. I've said and done things that I, I'm not proud of and, and that probably suck, but I don't ever want to bring anybody any pain mentally, physically, or emotionally. Um, I'm just trying to fucking live, y'all. <laughs> right? yeah, I'm just trying to get by like everybody else. That ain't good enough. <laughs> yeah, ask my brain that at two o'clock in the morning when mm-hmm. I'm remembering shit that I've said and done and ruminating. I try to, you know, especially if I'm, wandering into a sensitive area, you know, and I, uh, I've started saying now of, you know, Hey, I'm just an, you know, middle-aged white guy. If I'm off base (laughs) here, let me know. Right. You know, it's like, uh, you know, you don't have to lash out at me. You can educate me. And if I see a valid point there, I'm willing to pivot, you know? Absolutely. I mean, I've, I know people that are, you know, the whole gender thing and the gender fluid and all that and the pronouns and everything. And this is a rant that I go on occasionally. I'll give you some gender fluid. Come over. (laughs) That was a good one, Adam. Yeah, thanks. You've been hanging out with us way too long. Um, 
the idea that you're going to get mad at me because I use a pronoun based on, you know, kind of like the scientific method, right? I look at something, okay, that person appears to be a female based on my understanding of human anatomy. I say she, her, ma'am, whatever, and they get fucking mad at me. And they want to eh, do that. Dude, <laughs> like you said, I'm a 45-year-old white dude that was fucking raised in the sticks. Give me some credit. Um, I don't care what you identify as, um, but I am of the belief that biologically there are two genders. I think a lot of this gender fluid thing comes from a, um, the way that gender roles have become so confused Gender roles are strange anyway, right? What we consider masculine and feminine and Adam and, and Doug both, we've, I've bounced things off of them because of something that my ex said to me years ago. And it's always rattled around in my head on what we consider masculine and feminine. And when we think of words like strong, disciplined, dedicated, driven, uh, whatever, we think of those as being masculine. And when a woman shows those kinds of traits, we kind of shit on them for it. And we say, oh, they're probably a dyke or, uh, you know, ball buster. And sh-. no, they're just they're dedicated, driven, strong and and, and you know, whatnot. And I, I don't I, I, I don't like my women dedicated and strong. Because then, <laughs> then I can't yielding. If they dedicated and strong, I can't trick them into fucking me. So, you know, <laughs> my God, I, Adam, you might have just fucking unlocked the secret to gender studies. You just ruined a lot of fucking bachelor degrees. <laughs> well, at the same time, um, you know, there are people, regardless of gender, that are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and, you yep. know, there are various uh, terms that are thrown about based on their gender and their level of assholery, and some are more offensive than others. <laughs> like one that rhymes with punt. <laughs> punt. You wretched punt. That's the best one. <laughs> That's my new thing. That's the best one because all that'll trigger that word will trigger people. Oh, it's like watch that. Say it just. Say anything that sounds like it and then like look around in the general radius to see people who are looking to see where the fuck that came from. <laughs> um, What's my favorite one? If you want to trigger a woman, <laughs> and this is based on my <laughs> personal experience, I would like to preface that. I have not gone out and done studies or what have you. We should. We should do a but poll. Oh, I've done f- a very small sample size study. and uh, <laughs> Okay, so just walking up to somebody and saying, hey, you cunt, that that's not really a scientific well, study. Adam. every female that I've called a cunt, which is every female that I know at least once, <laughs> has uh, not enjoyed um, such a nickname. Such a nickname. And it's, you know, you look at um, like uh, in in Europe, uh, or well, I should say, I guess like uh, British, there's some uh, some dialects or what, I, I don't know how to really explain it, but where the word cunt is just sort of, uh, oh, it's, it doesn't carry it's ex- the same weight no, as it but, does here, you know. But at the same time, the word fanny 
you know, to those yeah. same people. Yeah. Fanny, where we would just think of that, like me saying, <laughs> um, backside. Yeah. Fanny. That, you know, Fanny, for them, uh, for those same people that don't think cunt is a big deal, um, they, you know, they, they sort of, uh, you know, slink back or and kind of giggle. And I can't believe you said Fanny. That's hilarious. I've never understood (laughs) this whole um, thing with words and their supposed shock value. It is a sound that comes out of my mouth. You know, no, it's an idea. No, it's not the sound, it's the idea that gets put in your head. Like, if I were to say, I'm going to blow your fucking brains out, the sound isn't really what would appall you. It's the idea that's put from my head into yours. It's the well, vehement anger. I that's... take that a different way when you say that. <laughs> I, I, I think you're going to suck me off with enthusiasm. And, I knew that was coming. And, and, and then, you know, let's say if I were of a certain proclivity, I would get excited about that. But I, right. I, I don't have those tendencies. So. Blow your fucking head off, bro. I've got red wine. Let's go. Yeah. Let's let's do this. Fuck yeah. It's like, I don't have anything to do the rest of the day. Come on. Let's let's, <laughs> let's get tipsy. But right, yeah. So, it, it again, it doesn't have a lot to do with the sound. It's however someone perceives it, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think that, um, you know, the the most disparaging racial slur, you know, on the planet uh, for – most, you know, black folks is a perfect example, right? It's not, I've had friends where we set it back and forth and I'm as white as they fucking come, but my friends and I had a different relationship and Twitter, we would hey, never Twitter, Twitter, just so you know, <laughs> I don't do that. I've never uh, called anybody that, uh, even oh, I have, yeah, as I, a, and, as a but friend. It was, it was um, Twitter. Calm down. When Stop. My phone's already am, going off. And your buddies are calling me that. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. My phone is already going off. Uh, my my Twitter account has been deactivated. The three people yeah. that listen to us don't care. Uh, Jack Dorsey um, just told me. Jack Dorsey just called me and said you're fucked. <laughs> and the whole but thing. I would never do that in public. I would never. I would never say it out of anger. I would never say it to dis, you know disparage someone. Um, Again, those are closed groups, right? And the things that things that you communicate and and say and joke around with. But again, right, it goes back to the meaning of behind what you're saying. These friends of mine knew where my heart was, and it was just words and being stupid. And and yeah. personally, I think they just thought it was funny seeing a squeaky white guy with a red beard say it. Um, <laughs> they got amused them more than anything else. So. But I think that it goes back to your point of it's it's about when when some hillbilly fucking says it to somebody, it's that that hatred, that anger, that that challenge. And personally, I if if I were on a jury and there's black dude standing there and some fucking white dude and white dude was all beat up and I saw a video of the black dude beating the fuck out of the white guy. But then they rewind and they go back to where the white guy said the N-word to him. I'd be like, why are we here? <laughs> like, well, you knew what you were doing when you said yeah. it. I have freedom of speech. I, I get that. But you you don't have well, freedom there are from certain the phrases. <laughs> there are certain phrases in which, like, I forgot, it's like enraging statements or something like that, where if you say it to someone and they beat your ass, 
they aren't really legally held liable for that. Nor should they be. I mean, again, I'm, I'm all about freedom of speech, but when you're doing that, it's verbal assault. You're verbally assaulting someone. And at what point do I say, okay, well, you should just ignore that and walk away. Well, the problem with that is, is that that's, um, it, it's, uh, it's, it's inciting and, and you're starting shit and you're, I don't know when I turn and walk yes. away, if you're going to turn and beat me in the back of the fucking head. Yeah. So if you want to get to that point, um, for instance, when you get your concealed carry, um, one of the things they talk about is initiation, uh, you know, like initiating conflict. And if, if you and I are both going for the same parking spot and you got it before me and I get out of my car and I'm like, Hey, fuck you, man. And I start talking shit and you attack me and then I shoot you. My ass is going to jail because I started that shit right now. If you got up in my face and I kept saying, Hey man, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't mean to take your spot, whatever. And it kept going and it kept going. And then you got me down on the ground and pull a knife or something. And I shoot you. All right. That's a different story, but you have to deescalate. So why should it matter if I'm carrying or not? If you start shit, don't want none, don't start none. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that, uh, I mean, because it's no secret, we got two Gen Xers and a millennial on the show. That's part of our I was gonna say, our stick. Yeah. And um, look how weird we are. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time. How much we disagree. Uh, people in the Gen X generation, uh, we were raised with the adage of, you know, that whole sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And that was sort of our armor against somebody calling you a name, somebody doing whatever. Um, But in the modern environment, and that's why you see so many boomers, especially uh, confused about, you know, well, I used to call this group this or this sports team that, and now they want to change it. And you've got people that were raised up in that type of environment. It actually kind of pisses them off a little. But, you know, it's like I'm I'm willing to work with society, but at the same time, because of the way that I was raised, you can literally call me just about anything. And I really don't give a fuck. No, there's not too many words or things that you can say like, you know, yeah, words like that, 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 that fire me up. Um, even tell me you're going to beat my ass. I really don't care. I'll tell you when the only thing that'll really trigger me is if you threaten someone I care about. If from my fucking dog to one of my friends, if you're like, oh, they better fucking, oh, fucking stab that bitch. You'll be like, oh, okay, now you done did it. Right. And <laughs> I, I get, I'm just, I'm protective of people I care about because I really don't care about that many people. So, well, I mean, it's know. like, I love my mother to death and uh, somebody could turn around and do the thing where they're like, well, what if I called your mother a whore? And yeah, I would be like, but- and my response would be something like, well, you probably couldn't afford it. Trailer park. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I like when people say, I fucked your mom last night. The woman's 80 years old and has like stage nine fucking lung cancer. I mean, if that's the best ass you can get, then I good for you, I guess. I don't know. Um, hope it was everything you thought it would be. I, I don't know. I, I just don't know where to go with this. They're like, hope you got your money's <laughs> got worth. Hope you got, yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. Um, words are funny. And, and I think that 
and words do hurt, right? There's a, I think it's a Japanese saying, I can't remember, but it's about, um, or I think it's, I don't know. I think I'm confusing a couple of things. Anyway, basically the, you know, take a plate, throw it down on the floor and it shatters. And no matter how many times you tell the plate, you're sorry, it doesn't, you know, go back yeah, but together. At the same time, there's another Japanese about adage about that. Yeah, yeah. Where they put things back together, where they intentionally and, break shit, put it right. back together with precious metals. Right. And I think and I'm it's supposedly confusing. more beautiful than it was before, yeah. but I think you're getting your shit. I think I'm getting my shit confused. Honestly, I think I'm taking like a live, laugh, love fucking poster and confusing it with ancient Japanese fucking wisdom. But okay. You just found to my today's trigger society. phrase. Live, laugh, love. Yeah. Live, laugh, love, baby. Yeah. Like, I always thought that those little sayings that people put on the wall, stenciled words, I always just thought that was the dumbest shit. Hey. But that's just me. I'm an old hey. white guy. Yo, all right. All right, look. So, <laughs> there is a group of voters that are targeted called Trader Joe Republicans. And they are Republicans who have a lot of liberal tendencies like shopping at Trader Joe's and they're targeted by different Republican campaigns every year because they've gotten these slices so small. And one of the descriptive things for this group is that they are likely to have a live, laugh, love sign in their, uh, in their home. (laughs) Well, I do have a plaque that my sister made me that says laugh um, okay. There's no live or love in this house. Just a lot of laughter. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows that that's actually pretty goddamn true. Yeah. So I thought yeah. it. Uh, I, I I thought it was fun. I do like to laugh. I think laughing is incredibly fucking important. Um, I'm a laugh to keep from crying kind of person. Um, there is a shirt that I keep seeing pop up on social media that says "Lurk, lurk, laugh, loathe." now that i know now that i know doug's trigger phrase uh you're a 2xl right (laughs) it's a t-shirt i want it to be roomy new t-shirt and speaking of shirts um i had a birthday recently so i'm older now i guess uh but at the same time I got myself a present, um, <laughs> and it was a shirt for Adam. Adam, would you like to elaborate? Yeah, so Doug got me this shirt for his birthday, which, <laughs> yeah, um, odd choice probably, but it was so that uh, I could wear it and be his contact photo on his phone <laughs> with the shirt on. And Just all it says shirt, is, by the way. I'm, <laughs> it says, I'm with stupid. And has an arrow pointing straight down in the middle of the shirt, which is pretty accurate. I'm 20 something, so it's probably about right. <laughs> yeah, I was. Rather, I'm 45. It don't change. <laughs> you know, I, I, I think I should have been issued a similar shirt <laughs> at, at around the age of 14 and been forced to wear it periodically, <laughs> uh, just so it was out in the open because uh, it was just sort of understood. Um. Yeah, and uh, I have various theories about that. I don't know if I will get into them on the podcast. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, uh, you know, and we can just just put some brackets or quotes, whatever you want to do. 
and just say hormones make you stupid. And dude, it, like I and said, then, it for me, I'm somebody asked, but you know, I've kind of been chronicling my my little journey with my vasectomy uh, with the podcast, and I think we're on like six weeks, seven weeks now, and uh, still. Still hurting, um, not as nearly as fucking bad as I was a few weeks ago. I, I told Doug I'd, I had a moment one night where I thought, I have fucked up now. Now I have fucked up. Now you um, fucked up. Now you now fucked, you fucked up. up. Now you <laughs> fucked up. Now you fucked up. But it is getting better. But at one point, somebody had asked me and I said, you know, I'm, I'm about this close to telling them just to take my right testicle. I'm fucking hurting so bad. Just take it. And they're like, Oh dude, that'll fuck with your testosterone and all this stuff. And I looked them dead in the eyes. I was like, I don't fucking care. I was like, do you know how many dumb fucking choices I have made because of hormones and testosterone? <laughs> fuck them. Take them both. I will take up knitting, save money, quit doing stupid shit. No, no, I'm okay with this. So now that I'm in a little less pain, I'm rethinking my, uh, my thought process, but um, had a conversation with Adam yesterday on our ride to go get the vaccine. And I said, you know, I, one thing though, as I get older, um, the idea of going out and chasing ass is it, I'm sure if I'm out somewhere having a couple beers and some cute little ass comes rolling by, I'm going to say, or do dumb shit to try to fucking snag it because that's what I do, but <laughs> it's what guys do. But, um, the idea of fucking with it, like I did in my twenties, you you get to a point where the drama and the the bullshit just isn't worth it. I, I would like to get into a relationship again. I, I miss being in a relationship. I had a, a damn good one for 15 years and would you know would hope to find something like that again. And with that, you hope you find sex. Sex is very important to me, very important in a relationship for me. But um the idea of of running around like I did 20 years ago just does not um appeal to me because like I said, the, the drama that comes with it, the minute a woman shows me any drama, it's like pulling the fucking ripcord. I'm out. Um, <laughs> and if, so if a, if a woman, it, it, I shouldn't say a woman, if your significant other is not your best friend, first and foremost, if you guys can't just fucking hang out, laugh at stupid shit, you know, when I hang out with Adam and Doug, uh, you know, we laugh and we do stupid shit and we talk about stupid shit. And unfortunately, I'm not gay, so I don't want to have sex with either one of them, because if um, if I could do that, if I wanted to do that, my life would be easier um, because, you know, me and Doug and Adam fucking hang out and have a good time. I think we've talked about that before. You know, you'd nut, you'd clean up, grab a sandwich, play some fucking Xbox, cuddle and go to sleep. Um, I do want I don't to point know about out that cuddle part, but yeah, I, I like to cuddle. I, I'd, I'd be, a cuddle, man. Come on. I'd, I'd, I'd be, you know, it's like if I were gay, I'd be in for all of the above. But, you know, it's like, uh, it, you know, seriously. I'm, You'd be I, like a butch I, bear? Like you just I, fucking. No, I'm, I'm an affectionate person, but uh, it's, I produce way, like several other men that I'm aware of. When I go to sleep for some <laughs> stupid reason, my body temperature going. goes I knew it. up. <laughs> And if you want to cuddle, I'm I'm not your guy. I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, it's like when I get some more body heat added to that, I feel like (laughs) I'm going to spontaneously combust under blankets. (laughs) See, I'm always cold. So, but I'm I'm not an affectionate, I'm not an affectionate person. So, and that, that was like a, that was a problem with me. She was, and I wasn't. 
I'll I'll hold hands in public. I'll kiss in public. You know the PDAs. Yeah, I, I'm all about all of that stuff. So but you carry the around like a Palm that, OS thing with you? Yeah, time. sure. We'll we'll go with that. Oh. But regardless, <laughs> Adam's yeah. proud of himself. Yeah, <laughs> he's over there with his Palm Pilot reference. You know. <laughs> Woo! But uh, you know the 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 problem is, um, you know, and there there's always been some of it. There's been the you know the Disney stuff, but uh, it seems like in modern times, people want more out of relationships than what relationships should be. Uh, it's I a can fantasy be love. Word. I can be affectionate, but but you're still I can't, a human. Yeah, I can't complete you as a person, no. and I can't make you happy. No, and no, 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 no. We we had this conversation after my divorce. You and I discussed happy and the the concept that people have of being happy as though it's this uh, sustainable state all like, the time. Like it's a fucking place where you move to yeah. once you get married. <laughs> yeah, that it's your, your, you live in happy now. And Doug had a, a really good point. He says, you know, Dan, the thing is, is that happy is not something that you're, you're there all the time. Happy is points in your life. There are points in your, you know, there's uh, just little bits it's and moments. pieces, moments that, that make you, I don't like it when think of the fucking word moments. I'm like bits and pieces and little chunks of time. <laughs> what do you um, call those? What do you call those? Uh, but he's right. It's moments, right? You have moments of, of happy and sad. There was, um, I've actually been thinking about getting a tattoo of, of a quote that a lot of people have heard um, called uh, uh, this to this too shall pass. Right. And I, I looked up the the phrase, to see where it comes from, because I'm not going to put something, I'm not going to put live, laugh, love on my fucking shoulder. Right. I want to know where it came from. And it was a, uh, oh, a Middle Eastern King. And he went to his wise men and he said, I want you to create a sentence for me to remind me that, you know, bad times will pass and, and then I'll be happy again. So they did this too shall pass. But over time he realized that it kind of was a double-edged sword mm. because happy times yeah. pass too. Right. I mean, everything this do shall pass. Everything comes and goes. It's an ebb and a flow. And I just that that really clicked with me, man. And, and it's made when you're not constantly trying to find this state of nirvana that doesn't exist. Right. And you go, hey, man, it's just I'm out on the bike and I'm happy. I'm hanging out with with Doug and Adam and I'm happy playing video games. Right. Those are the little moments that you that you learn to love about your life and your friends and not so much. Oh my God, I'm having a bad day. So my whole fucking life sucks. Calm down their Instagram lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, realistically, uh, you know, I, I, I know they have uh, medications for people that are having issues, but I've been on a lot. I, of them. Yeah. I mean, and, <laughs> and I would honestly say that uh, being perpetually in any one particular state, whether it's happiness or anything else, would be kind of bad. Uh, you know, I think <laughs> yeah. one of the ultimate feelings I would we would just say is an orgasm. You're, you know, and, and that you know that that may or may not have anything to do with happiness. 
but it's a state it is for a second of, or two. Yeah, it's it's a state <laughs> of bliss. Now, let's say for instance that there was something that you could take or something that you could do <laughs> that would put you in a perpetual orgasm state. Yeah, it's now, Molly. Now, let, let's let's play Molly. around in the theoretical world where we can achieve this. Okay, so if you can, ha- if <laughs> if if you could be potentially in a perpetual orgasm state, Fuck eventually, yeah. <laughs> no matter how fun it was, and I imagine the lengths of time would be different for different people, but eventually, you would say something that you've never said in your life. I'm sick and tired of having this orgasm. Well, there are people that have the um, uh, uh, per- have- persistent genital arousal disorder. Yeah, where they constantly just fucking come, you know. And yeah, like, well, oh, he- yeah. And there's he- this dude. He's like, I've come 13 times today. I fucking hurt. I'm exhausted. Help me. <laughs> yeah. Know? Well, I mean, at the same time, what the fuck with dude? with the with persistent genital arousal disorder, even those people who orgasm about, you know, 3,000 times than any of us sitting here combined are ever going to have happen in our entire lives, even they are not in a perpetual orgasm state. It just happens often. And, you it, it you know, it would be, uh, you know, you wouldn't want that feeling that you have sitting on the edge of your seat all the time. Uh you know, it's uh, it, it, it eventually it would get old. And, uh, you know, and I think he, that's uh, also kind of what happens with a lot of relationships. You get into a relationship with a person Absolutely. because you appreciate something or several things about them. And then, you know, how many times have we seen where you've you you watch people get married or what have you, and the thing that initially attracted them to that person mm-hmm. becomes the thing that they want to choke the living fuck out of the other person for. Study study after study has proven that. Um, tons of fucking relationship studies have come to that conclusion, and the uh, you know the the honeymoon phase we're all familiar with the term lasts like eighteen to twenty four months, and they have proven where your your brain chemistry changes yeah and then all of a sudden so that's why i said you've got to you got to have something more substantial than they're hot or they fuck well or whatever because you're going to get that shit's going to get old after a couple of years well you know it's i i I use uh generally use this uh it's not even a phrase it's this compilations of sentences this paragraph it's like I like pizza. You like pizza. I breathe air. You breathe air. I like to fuck. You like to fuck. We're meant for each other. Sounds you like know? marriage and, material and, to me, bro. And, and that's generally the way a lot of new relationships, sure. especially when you're younger, go because yep. hormones and orgasms are very powerful <coughs> things. Yeah. Uh, God knows I've had my door knocked on at two o'clock in the fucking morning. By, <laughs> Uh, well, so humans have been around about 6 million years and we didn't get here by not fucking. So yeah, whether you believe it, in God or just natural selection, it fucking happens. Yeah. <laughs> and so, it's not because it's not fun. Right. Exactly. You know, we're geared, uh, we're geared for it. 
you got to have you got to have common goals, common ground. There, I don't know what it is that makes a relationship successful. I mean, obviously, I've been divorced twice, um, but you know, my second one, fifteen years. Um, I would say what makes relationships succeed based on everything that I've read is two things. Number one, realistic expectations. Oh, yeah. Uh, And number two, uh, an open line of communication where you have two people that can handle constructive criticism. Sometimes, you know, sometimes... Uh, they'll call it arguing, but it's not necessarily like, like Dan and I have talked before, because, you know, there was a time on a previous podcast and he said, well, Doug and I have had arguments about various things. And, you know, sometimes one of us will go the other way. And I, and that's, uh, you know, and I made the statement at that point that that's because we're not having arguments. We're having debates. Yeah. Uh, where we argue the validity of points, and then sometimes we find out that we're mistaken. And I would say that a successful uh, relationship, marriage, whatever label you would like to put on it, uh, would be based on having that open communication channel and realistic expectations, uh, because there are a lot of people out there that are not capable of those two things. So, you know, I had, um, I bitched, I bitched a couple of times about the whole on online dating, which I still dabble with because one, it's fun. It's kind of like window shopping on online. Getting on Chatterbait is not online dating, man. You know, it is. And I'm really tired of you saying that. All right. Anyway. I can um, hear the ding in the background and you're (laughs) tipping somebody. I changed up my pictures and I've gotten pretty popular. Um, they're, the the thing that I joke about all the time is travel, right? And these these women come on there and they're like, "Hi, my name's Sally. I'm a esthetician and travel, 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 and yoga." And it's like, "Fuck, okay, I get it. You want to travel? <laughs> but here's a couple things about that. One, and outdoorsy bitches on on up standing, yeah, stand stand up kayaking. Um, I get that you want to travel. I understand, and I I don't mind taking a vacation and going somewhere. But when I hear travel, my thought is like that you're just constantly keeping your fucking passport hot. Right. And so I was a little frustrated by it because I'm, I am not, I don't like flying. I'm not afraid of flying. I'm claustrophobic and I don't like being in, in the aluminum tube, you know, that I can't control. It's, it's a thing. (laughs) Deal with it. Anyway. um, I don't mind road trips, but the, the thing is, is that, there are so many things just in this fucking state I have not seen yet. Um, and I haven't gone up and seen like uh, Devil's Tower up in South Dakota and shit like that, right? There's tons of things. I've never been to the Grand Canyon, never been to New York City. I've never been to LA. There are a ton of things right here in my own country that I have, I have never seen. So this idea that I'm going to spend a bunch of money and time and, and effort and energy to go see Italy and the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Okay, but what, how's that different than going and seeing the Twin Tower monument. I would love to go see that, you know? Um, but I read an article by a woman who, who answered this question for me anyway. And it was very interesting. She says, 10 years after a vacation, it's easier to keep the positive memories of it. So again, you go back to the unrealistic expectations with a relationship, you're stuck in it. You're there 10 or 15 years, the good, the bad, it's all there in front of you. Right. And you can't just 
you can't just forget about that. But when you go on vacation, you tend to only, and you're traveling, you only tend to think about the, the positive parts of it. You don't think about the shitty 16 hour flight and the food poisoning and the being exhausted and having to wear all your clothes because your suitcase was too fucking packed heavy. Um, you know, my ex traveled a lot for work and she started to kind of exhibit the same types of symptoms and even told me once that she kind of preferred living in, in hotels. And the psychology behind that, as far as I saw it was, well, of course you do. There's a complete and total lack of responsibility when you're traveling. When you are traveling, you're staying in hotels and they're taking care of you. You're in tourist areas. So everybody fucking loves you, right? Um, it's just simply not the same as, as real life. And again, I would love to go on some road trips with you and we can pack the fucking Jeep and go hit where the fuck ever. But no, I really don't want to fly halfway across the country and see the thing. I'm just not interested, you know, but, uh, Sally, the 23 year old esthetician, travel, 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 hiking, yoga. It's like, huh. And you're well, single. Not everybody wants to dribble the basketball every time they take a step. So. Jesus Christ, give yourself a verbal diarrhea. Ah, <laughs> oh, the file doesn't work. Hang on. Oh, Hang no, on. the file doesn't oh. work. Stand by. Guys. We've had some issues, technical verbal issues today. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. <laughs> that worked well enough, I think. Yeah, I, I, I can live with that. <laughs> verbal diarrhea. Perfect. Yeah, not too late. We had some... <laughs> Jokes are all about timing, brother. All Jokes are all timing. about timing. Timing. There you go. Jackass. <laughs> so how you guys been? What's been up? <laughs> no, it's, when I was in online dating, Dan is, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dan, you know, due to prior relationships. <laughs> Uh, and uh, specifically his last ex-wife, loved to travel. So I think he's keyed up on that travel thing. What I always found terribly amusing was the amount of women that acted uh, like they had to perpetually be in the woods, which I finally amused myself by imagining this weird commune of tents all in the woods where you had a, a, a large amount of these women congregating out there and <laughs> bathing in streams and whatnot. Uh, you know, apparently there's just a bunch of fucking wood nymphs out there, uh, you know, and it could be that you sort of pick up on the shit that you're just sitting there telling yourself, really, this is, this, this is, what they're fucking yeah, doing like all confirmation the time. bias almost yeah and it it just i and the more i saw it the the funnier i found it and you know seriously the more people that i would kind of disqualify so it's like yeah. and you know for me it became about you know uh i don't know if we've discussed it on the podcast but uh dan and adam and i have talked several times about living that Instagram lifestyle. And oh, I am, yeah. I, I, I'm definitely not that guy. 
You know, you if you, if if you're looking for that person that we're going to constantly post on social media so we can tell everybody how awesome we are, I'm not your fucking person. I'm just not. I always feel like those people, and I know some people that do that, some couples that do that, and I know the real couple, and I see that shit, and I just, I kind of giggle. because well, That's what like, Instagram is. It's a curated, perfect version of everybody's life that's on there. And see, I, I yeah, I mean, That's I guess it, it is. is. I know, and and I've never used it that way, and I've never personally, you know, I just I've never seen it that way because for me, it's as a as a you know very very amateur photographer. I liked it because I saw some beautiful fucking photography on there from people. Sometimes yeah. it used to be more with iPhones. Now people are uploading you know, to the cloud and then pushing it through on their phone. Hell, I've done that myself. After they wash it through 13 filters yeah, yeah. and or and Photoshop or what have you. Well, it looks better. I mean, that's the point. Yeah, and I, and I, and I don't mind that. Um, honestly, I don't. But when I share stuff, it's usually for a laugh or to start conversation. That's why I've kind of... Um, Oh yeah, I saw you post a picture of your dick on there. Was that the conversation <laughs> started? Yeah, I, I feel like I, I knocked out both boxes there, right? Everyone got a laugh and it started some conversation with uh, the local police department. So Yeah, he's he's gone worked. Anthony Weiner, people. It's it's gone <laughs> It's gone absolutely perfectly, you know. So uh speaking of which, let me uh answer my grinder messages. So so I'm going to do, dude, I'm just going to go trisexual. I'm going to just try anything fucking once, twice if I like it, you know? Um, I think bisexuals have got the fucking, they got the lockdown on that shit. Fuck it. If it feels good, do it. <laughs> Speechless. <laughs> Verbal <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that assessment. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I want to reach out. <clears throat> yeah dating's weird man and and especially with a fucking pandemic you know um it's like i i i'm really particular these days anyway um and then the idea of the some chicks are like oh you know i don't want to sit here and text for two days let's just go out and it's like well hold up <laughs> there's more to the story why you research make... something before you buy it lady I mean, right i mean and, and i need to make sure look i'm not uh i, I keep you know the the concept of if you're afraid just stay home and show that it's not about being afraid people and like i'm not even gonna expand on that because i'm just tired of the fucking sentiment but um i am a little more careful and cautious and i will hang out with people i hang out with doug and adam and um, we don't wear masks when we're in the fucking car going to get something to eat or whatever. We've gone to some restaurants together and shit like that. But well, I know kind how of a pod. Well, yeah, right. A podcast. A podcast, if you will. A casting oh, Jesus pod. Jesus Christ. I mean, Doug, you kind of walked into that one. I know. I can't even hate God. on you. And you're welcome. Uh, and no need to say thank you because you're welcome. Because you're welcome. <laughs> Jesus. But there's, I I know how um, I know how Doug. And Adam um, uh, feel about the the whole thing and and how they uh, treat it, and they treat it in a way that I find acceptable. Right? If they go out in public, they wear a mask, they wash their hands, they try not to do anything stupid. That's all I want people to do. I'm not asking you to change your fucking lives. I hate the fact that restaurants shut down. Um, you know, 
I don't know, I tried to go to IHOP. There was like eight people there and they're like, it's a three-day wait. We were like, we're going to go to Sonic, thanks. Yeah, Sonic's um, easy because you can just sit in your car. Right. I mean, I, I, I think some of the stuff is a little excessive, but I get it. It's science and it's not perfect. And you start off being very, very careful and then you back it off as you learn things. I'm okay with that. But all I've ever asked anybody to do is wear a mask and wash your fucking hands. That's yeah. which to me has just been common sense, but apparently it's not, it's not that common. Um, so that's Doug and Adam abide by that and kind of follow the same concept. So we hang out. Yeah. I wear a mask when I go through a drive through. I do too. I do too. And it's more to protect the, the fucking yeah. kid at the, like, because if I'm carrying this, this kid is running across, you know, a lot of people in a day and I get it. They're wearing a mask. They've got the little shield. I feel like these are the, the type of people like, well, they got a mask and they got a shield. Here's a fucking chunk of splint, uh, spent fucking uranium. It's cool though. Cause you're wearing gloves. You don't need anything else. Don't worry about it. it it's you, you, you err on the side of caution. You know, Adam and I were having this conversation yesterday about due diligence and, and you just do, if look, I can get, I can get the vaccine and still wind up with COVID and still wind up dead as a fucking doornail because of it. Right. I'm a numbers guy. And in the sense of um, I'm shitty at math, but I, I run the odds. Right. So I shouldn't say I'm a numbers guy. Cause I'm not a numbers guy. I'm an odds guy. And I, You're I an odd guy. Odds. That's I'm, a, sure. I'm an odd guy. I keep putting that S on there. It's that, it's that sibling S. Um, I'm an odds guy. And I feel like if you do what you can do, and something shitty still happens, then it, then it is what it is. You, it is what it is, whatever. But if you're a fucking asshole and something happens, well, what the fuck did you expect was going to happen? Yep. Right. But these kids are, you know, they're making minimum wage, uh, standing in a drive through, making sure you've got your fucking McDonald's or Taco Bell, put a fucking mask on your face. Um, even if you don't give a fuck about yourself, guess what? I probably don't give a fuck about you either, but give a fuck about that poor kid. Who's, behind the fucking counter, uh, you know, dealing with a bunch of people all day. Let's lower his fucking chances and potential of getting sick as a fucking dog. Because, you know, we've had this conversation where I've said my fear, uh, besides like my asthma and shit, my fear of COVID isn't even necessarily killing me. Fuck it. Once I'm dead, um, Doug gets a payout, which actually I, I need to change that. Doug's going to get a fucking payout. Uh, I just realized that I never finished that document and you're not my beneficiary yet. Um, but he will be. And when I die, Doug gets a fucking payout and may have to adopt a dog and a cat. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out. But that'll be his fucking that's, problem because I'll know, be dead. That's <laughs> what the money will go for. It would be <laughs> right? to take care of the dog in the the, the most pimp lifestyle possible. <laughs> pimp my dog. And to keep Doug in Benadryl because if he adopts a fucking cat... Um, oh my god! <laughs> literally, it's like when I. Yeah, that's what I, I find didn't... funny about people who don't like shots. Because when I was younger, I was sort of allergic to a lot of shit. Um, it, it was I couldn't have a dog, I couldn't have a cat, I couldn't have an anything, and then I sort of grew out of them. But I used to get these uh, allergy shots. shots. It was either weekly or biweekly. And, um, uh, you know, I was, uh, had a big problem with asthma. I went to the hospital a couple of times when I was younger, apparently basically blue. 
So, yeah, uh, you know, part of that money, if I've got a cat, will be to go to resume those allergy <laughs> shots. <laughs> we'll give the cat to Juan and Carmen. They want, he wants a cat anyway. I'll give, I'll give her fat heifer ass to, to uh, them. But, you know, the point is I'll be dead. These, uh, I've got a, a good job and good insurance, and I still fear having to – I saw what happened to my, my ex-mother-in-law – uh, when she had she had strokes and aneurysms, kind of like all at the same time, and she was at like one point fucking three or four million dollars within a couple of weeks. Like the shit, it just fucking you know she was fucked. Even if she would have recovered fully and been able to work and everything else, she would have been fucked, right? And seeing that made me realize that even with decent insurance, um, if I wind up on a on a respirator for you know, a couple of days or something like that, wind up in the hospital, some of these fucking people for 30 days or whatever. Um, I'm fucked financially, right? I'm on FMLA. I'm on, you know, I've got my insurance has been tapped fucking dry. It's going to take years and years to to recover uh, from that. Just pull yourself up by your bootstraps or whatever. You know what? I completely forgot about that. I'll just, I'll get out and, you know, just make more money afterwards. I mean, just, just make more money. Just so that's, stop being poor. That's, that's the Republican motto. That's the takeaway today, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, stop being poor. Just make more money. Yeah, just make more. It's pretty It's yeah. It's pretty easy. I mean, someone told me that his family had a lot of money to give him, but like the, he, he's, he's adamant you could just make more if you wanted to. You just make more money. Just make more money. I think that's a good place to leave it right there. <laughs> good place to leave it was a fucking hour ago but <laughs> here we are we're noodling noodle <laughs>